0: Make sure to check out our Facebook and website for the updates on Colorado Festival of Horror September 15th through the 17th. Oh, happy 420, everybody. Daniel Crozier and I am joined by the amazing Daveny Penn. Wow!
1: something on my face. Hey, that was fun. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Demony, how are you?
1: I'm great now. i got like, I'm still jamming out to that opening. And I'm not a jealous person, but I can't believe that between the two of us, you were the one covered in pink blood and glitter. Like... (laughs) Total um, FOMO over here. Like, that's uh, amazing. Well, uh,
0: you know, when, uh, when we get you out here for a Colorado Festival of Horror, we'll, we'll have to do a fake blood splatter test.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to cosplay your opening. Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I've, I definitely have a thing for, uh, like, the um, the uh, Korean and, and uh, yeah, Chinese uh, kung fu films that use really favorite uh, colored, uh, you know, fake blood.
1: Absolutely. That was so cool. I love it. You look great, covered in blood. Actually, like you should try to be a screen queen.
0: Oh well, yeah, I I yeah I do have the face for it.
1: You you, do. I think your face is fabulously spookily beautiful. Absolutely, oh, you. yes.
0: Oh, you are a sweetheart, uh, Devaney. Thanks for coming on the show. Uh, thank you for having me. Yeah, it's yeah you you've you've been in like so many films and and done so many amazing projects. You, <laughs> For for those that aren't familiar with your work, can you uh, tell us a little bit of, uh, about yourself, where you come from, and and how you got into film acting?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I am uh, I'm I'm a weirdo, and so naturally, you know, you find other weirdos in here. I was going to school to be. Um, to be in musical theater and uh, where most most people find their weirdos and uh, it wasn't quite working out but what i did find ironically was um, an independent film audition i didn't know what the hell that was like am i signing up for porn or what fortunately this particular time it wasn't it was a horror movie which is like almost kind of the same thing and uh i booked the lead in it and uh and for some reason Bunch of other weirdos out there on the internet decided this movie was pretty good. I'm not sure if it was, but they decided it was, and I, I discovered Z and B horror. Um, and from there, discovered Lloyd Kaufman, yes. the king himself. And uh, so he took me under his wing and um, kind of toured me around as a tromet for for my teen years. And I got to meet a lot of amazing people and do a lot more movies. And um, every time one would come out somebody would like it, and they'd be like, hey, come do my movie, too, and so I I was like, all right, well, whenever I'm done, I'll go back to school, and that was, like, a a long time ago, so I just never stopped filming uh, Mm -hmm. horror movies, and um, I learned more and more about it. I learned more about the amazing fan base, uh, horror nerds that we all are, and I just kept growing and growing, and I just... Uh, got up in there and could not stop. Like, it was like addicting. And so um, then I wanted um, to be able to answer the question. Horror fans would always be like, well, which one's your favorite? Which one should I watch? And what I learned is that um, everyone's sense of horror is different. That's why there's so many different subgenres. So I was like, I'm not going to stop until I have at least one movie in every subgenre. So I can always recommend one of my films to horror fans. Yes. Um, and then that didn't stop either. So here we are, all these years later, and uh, and now I make movies as well. And uh, and I'm fortunate enough. The the horror movie gods have allowed me to continue. Um, it's my full time job, and uh, and now I get to do things on downtime. like talk to fabulous people like you. So it's just I'm living the dream over here. The weird, fabulous horror dream.
0: No, that's uh, that's that's fantastic. That you know uh, what what a great you know uh, cr- you know kind of resume in a nutshell, right? Yep. Um, yeah, we just had uh, Lloyd Kaufman out for Colorado Festival of Horror last year. Uncle Lloyd, um, Lloyd. He was He's so, amazing. Yeah, we we had uh, Monique Dupree out here. Uh, Monique,
1: there. yeah, my girl, absolutely, Hello. she's wonderful. Hi, Monique, if yeah. you're watching. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll be having her out again uh, this year as well, and and uh, they were promoting Shakespeare's uh, Shakespeare,
1: Shakespeare storm. Yes, oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I love Lo- Lloyd. Like Lloyd is a very special person. He finds incredible talent, as you can also see, um, and he's the only person that can make a love of like ridiculous amounts of shit and Shakespeare work together, but he does in several of his movies. And so, um, I love that he's continuing on. He's championed so many careers over the years. Um, everybody from, you know, losers like myself all the way up to Samuel L. Jackson. So it's like everybody, you know, he's just, just fantastic. And uh, I can't say enough good things about him and Monique and and everybody that works over at Throma team.
0: Oh, that's cool.
1: Yeah uh you know, yeah Devani uh
0: you you uh you've just uh, directed uh, your first feature film Black yeah. Mass and yeah you know, can you tell us a little bit about that experience cuz you you've been in front of the camera we know you you produce films too yes yeah. and you know what's it like being in the director's chair
1: it's weird. I'm not going to lie. So, uh, so I act in horror movies. Um, I'm going on almost a hundred, uh, movies now, which is really, I'm trying to get to that number cause it sounds really cool. Right. So we'll, we'll almost there. And, uh, and I produce movies as well. I produce horror. I'm focusing now on producing action titles. Um, so that's my, my latest. And, um, because my partner, who I work with a lot, uh, Brandon Slagle, he, he directs most of the films that I, I've produced and put together. And he has moved into action, which has been what his trajectory is. He's abandoning horror. We already yelled at him for it, whatever, um, whatever. So, uh, so he wants to stay in action. And so um, the producer of me, I did a movie with um, the amazing people over at Cleopatra Entertainment, Cleopatra Records. Uh, we did a small one during COVID called Frost, and uh, that that did pretty well for them and so they're like let's do another one and so i put the whole deal together as a producer i was like really proud of myself and then um brandon was like i'm not directing any more horror i was like oh So I had this deal on the table and I'm like, I don't have anyone to direct this movie. And I talked to a couple of different people and I, sure. I wanted to tell this particular story for almost a decade. Um, I'm really passionate about it. True crime is my personal favorite subgenre, And yes. so I was very protective of the material and I'm like, what am I going to do? So I just like half fast kind of pitched, myself as the director to cleopatra thinking that i was gonna need like it would give me some stalling time while i found somebody to do it and they didn't push back at all they were like okay good done when are you shooting And i was like fuck Oh, but um, awesome. but I, it, it worked out. Yeah, I yeah. you know I I don't know about pursuing um, directing anything else, but um, but I was so passionate and spent so much time with this story and the material that I really did know what I wanted for it, and um, and it worked out. Uh, it's a very unique approach to uh, probably a story that many of you are familiar with, and that's kind of um, what I do with my my production company, Jaguar Motion Pictures. Is I like to tell stories that you think you know and turn it on its head so like the, the consistent compliment that we get is I didn't see that coming I didn't see that right. ending coming yeah so I, I'm a horror fan so I know kind of what horror fans want and I know the beats that you kind of have memorized in a lot of movies yep. so I like to shake that on its head and give you an experience you haven't seen yet
0: yeah uh, speaking of which yeah I, I just caught uh, you know Frost uh, oh yeah
1: saw, thank you <laughs> I saw that
0: uh, uh, Vernon Wells was in there yes yeah uh, you, you know, uh, you yeah, know, Mohawk from, uh, you know, road warrior for. Road know, War. Yeah.
1: But he's totally opposite in this. How good was he in, in front? It's like. He played, you know, we've been friends for a very long time. We used to do conventions together and um, we've been in a ton of the same movies, but it's always like for five seconds because people are always like, I want Vernon Wells and I want Mad Max to be in my movie. Right. So they don't give him anything to do. So on this one, I approached him to to play my dad. And it's like a really emotional role. Um, And not only was he down, like he did not shy away from it. He really committed himself. I was very proud of what he did with that character.
0: Nice. Yeah, they, uh, I, I thought it was you know a fantastic you know, you know kind of microcosm of survivalist uh, you know kind of film, and uh, yeah, I'm sitting there watching. and I was like, oh man, she's gonna get out of this, right? She's gonna get out of this. No, and then, I never live
1: through my spoilers. I don't live through any of my movies. So fucking, it's boring. Who wants to watch that story? Everyone's gonna die. Everybody dies. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So
0: so in a sense, you know, you don't mind if if uh, you know you're not the final girl, so to speak.
1: No 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 no! i am not the final girl i am the the secondary to the final girl always um i prefer to play the bad guy yeah and if i have to if i have to be you know one of the victims then i like to be the secondary character because um sometimes it's changing like i feel like in terrifier and a few things more recently the final girl's a little bit more interesting of a character but i feel like a lot of times it's a safe character it's the girl next door I, I, i am not the girl next door i'm like the bitch down the road. Like, i just not even close.
0: <laughs> yeah, the villains have uh, so much more fun.
1: They do. There's more to do. There's more interesting things to it. I like to play... Thank you. Thank you for watching Frost. Um, I like to play... Uh, flawed characters um characters who have to overcome something yeah. um besides just living so yeah. i like um i like damaged goods i think it's more interesting to play as an actor so that's usually a secondary or supporting character plus i'm a horror chick like yeah. i want to get bloody i want i love effects and selling gags and and getting down and dirty and the, the final girl usually lives so it's yeah. like i don't want to yeah. live kill me Fucking can kill yeah. me
0: well, you know, getting back to yeah, you know, to Frost. You Sorry, know, Frost. Yes. Yeah, you know, with I mean, your character is pregnant, yes. in, in the car, can't get out without, uh, you know, massive, you know, eruptive bleeding and and causing a lot of harm to uh, to the baby.
1: The baby, yeah.
0: And uh, and you know, speaking of the baby, wow, you know, and I'm not going to say anything more, but. Fucking A, you know everybody that's out there watching it hasn't seen Frost. Go and see, you know,
1: go and watch that. And you know, back it, well, okay. So, so hold on, wait. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. It's an extreme movie, so I need to like disclaimer it. If you like, like, you know, martyrs, Serbian films, saw if that. That's kind of your jam. Then this is the kind of movie for you. And it starts a little bit slow, so bear with me. It's like an annoying pregnant chick in a car. But, Bear with us. It's, there's a payoff. Um, yeah. If you are not into extreme horror, um, I've gotten a lot of hate mail, a lot of pissed off people, oh. <laughs> which I think is a compliment, but yeah. I, I don't want to, like, horribly trigger anyone. So if you're not into extreme stuff, then you should probably skip that one.
0: I, I found it pretty gripping. I thought it was you know Thank a you. great dramatic piece, and it just kind of escalated and escalated. And, and it was just like, holy crap. Where's this going to well, go?
1: They asked me, like, why did you go that route with the ending? That was too much. Well, well. So the the, the short answer to that is, that's the true story.
0: That oh, was based on a true story. I, see, I didn't even realize that.
1: Yes. So wow. most of my films that I tell, I choose to tell are are based on facts, based on a true story. That one absolutely is. My um my producer James Colin Bressick, shout out to James. Um. It was during COVID and we were trying to find contained yeah. movies to tell so that we could be COVID compliant. Um yeah. and so we started looking around and um we wanted to collaborate with Cleopatra Records. Cool. And I actually was pregnant at the time too. So it really narrowed down the story that we could tell. And mm-hmm. um he I was about four or five months pregnant when when the phone got greenlit and he just texted me the article, which was um the ending. Yeah. He texted me the news article and he just wrote, are you down? And I was like, oh, what a great way to pitch a movie. Fuck. He knew me so well. I was like, shit now i have to so yeah but um it was a rough shoot to be honest with you because i was when we shot i was six and then nine months pregnant when we actually did it and it was a really physical role so i had to in real time like try to be truthful to the story and the character um and then also not really hurt myself or or the real baby so um it was very very challenging shoot i think um some of the desperation actually really shows on camera for that and it was uh it was real. Not necessarily wow. acting some of those times. Yeah.
0: Yeah that's, yeah. that's intense. Yeah. It's, uh, my hat's off for you. I mean, Thank what,
1: you. <laughs> awesome,
0: you know, to, to do that during that time, nine months pregnant. Wow.
1: It was, yeah. Was- it was a lot, but, uh, yeah. but it worked out and uh, I'm pretty proud of what we were able to accomplish and, um, and it's, it's still going like, um, my favorite thing about it is like, Uh, like horror fan groups and message boards and things online like those cool little dark corners where like fans will trade insider favorites and things it'll keep popping up in there be like oh did you see this one little indie gem go track it down so uh so i love that that's like that's my jam that's kind of my favorite stuff so um horror fans are keeping it going and i i hope that people who who enjoy the extreme elements uh seek it out
0: that's cool uh yeah, D wanted to comment. Uh, wow, that's impressive. Hi D. <laughs> uh looks like uh Brett just chimed in. He's got a question. Uh he's my partner with uh Kofo. Um uh, okay. <laughs> horror films uh, inspire you and what's your favorite horror subgenre? Uh
1: so my favorite subgenre definitely is true crime. Um I think this for me personally, the scariest stuff is things that can happen and do happen. I think what people do to each other, um for each other i think uh hum- human and criminal psychology is uh, the most fascinating and terrifying thing that's out there um mm-hmm. so that's where i pull a lot of a lot of my stuff from um what films do inspire me so my, my favorite horror movie is actually 1408 so forget what i just said about true crime um mm-hmm. is 1408 <laughs> I, lo- I think the dread in that is um really fascinating i think the fact that one person can carry an entire movie um and suspensefully interestingly keep the whole thing uh in a heightened sense i think was really really fascinating um i also love like sinister um and then i'm a 90s i'm a 90s kid so i love like the slash i like scream i like um i know you did last summer I like urban legends all the, the fun ones where you can just like get some popcorn and just laugh at people getting beheaded and shit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. That's, yeah. Oh, that's, that's great. Now, uh, you know, with you, you're still working on, uh, you know, uh, Black Mass. You're, yes. you're, you're, in fact, My you're it downstairs. I, I am surprised to, to hear that, Um, you know, you're, 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 turnaround on that film. Cause you shot it last month. You're editing it's it last, last month.
1: month. Yes. We are um, so. I've already seen the rough cut. We are doing the polish on it now, um, and then it's going to go to sound and color in just a couple weeks. Be done, and um, we are screening it, uh, having its market premiere at Con in nice. a few weeks.
0: That's cool. That's yeah, cool. that is that is an intense, uh, you know, amount of you know turnaround and and hard yeah. work. And-
1: yeah. I mean, I'm lucky because it is my full-time job, so I have the time to dedicate to it. Um, but it is a very ambitious turnaround, so I don't recommend it. Like if you're a newer filmmaker starting out, like don't right. make a goal to have your movie done a month later. It usually doesn't work out. Right. Um, it's just that I I've been doing production now for almost 15 years, so um, I know. Kind of exactly how to shoot for a quick edit. Um, my partner works in post, so it's uh, we really can expedite the process efficiently now. But when we started, it was not the case. So yeah. I recommend having money, a budget, and time is usually you know what works out better.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, when when you first uh, you know started doing that, you know taking on you know the editing roles and the in the post production roles, you know yourself, you know what was that experience like? Can you recall?
1: Yeah, stressful. <laughs> um it was uh, out of necessity cuz budget yeah. restrictions you know um there's always trends in our genre about you know there's a lot of content low budget content that becomes trendy and then you can get a lot more things greenlit quickly um and for lower for lower budgets and then um that gets oversaturated and then everyone scales back and they only want higher budget stuff for a while and then you have to package it so it turns into a thing but for for a while when i started yeah. Uh, right when I came on the scene was like the height of the the DVD era, like blockbuster kind of thing. Redbox is just right. starting. Yeah. Right. I got dropped into that. And so I like learned everything. And then abruptly it all crashed. Right. And so I had to kind of, um, I was on the forefront of relearning for our industry mm-hmm. uh, the new mediums and the new formula, whereas a lot of people had to play catch up on it, but I had just started. So I was able to duck and weave um, and right. pick up, uh, more quickly and efficiently, I think, because I was welcoming the change. Um, but but it's constantly changing. So I prefer. I prefer to have an entire team, I prefer to have an entire post house and you know, several hundred thousand dollars to do it. Honestly, it works out way better. I like to just boss people around and be like, do this and that, and yeah, and let me know when it's done. Um, but that's not always the case. And it comes with its joys too. Like, for instance, when you do have a huge budget in a studio backing you and you know, an entire team underneath you you have to answer to a lot more people too. So the perks about doing more intimate um, stories is that they're more yours and um, you get to be creatively in control and free in it. And so even though this one um, has been a little bit more contained as far as budget goes, um, I had a lot of people come together. Uh, I called in basically all of my favors for the past 15 years and said, I'm making a movie. Come help me. And, um, fortunately, uh, I had a lot of great relationships that they did. They, they came out and they, they helped me make this thing, um, look and feel much, much bigger than it really is. And, um, and some of the tips and tricks I learned along the way have, have lent itself to being able to turn it around quickly without sacrificing quality as well.
0: Nice. That that that's amazing. You know, when that, when a whole village like that comes together for you know um, amazing. Yeah.
1: I have an amazing amazing team in front of and behind the camera on this, and like um, a lot of uh, my favorite people from from various horror films and, and franchises. We try to re- represent everyone here. So um, so I mean we have we have greats from like Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street, like like all the different um, different franchises and, and movie impacts are all represented in this one movie. And it's um, it's the first time a lot of people I think have worked together in capacity too. So like I have at Lisa Wilcox, I have Eileen Deeds, I have Lou Temple, I have uh, Jeremy London. I have a lot of really great people from different I corners uh, yeah. all in this one thing. And so it's uh, it's a lot of fun and it's just tons of talent from beginning to end, it was very lucky.
0: Cool, uh, kind of uh, changing uh, uh, gears here. Um, yes. I saw that your name was attached to uh, a, a project that's uh, supposed to be filming uh, out here in Colorado. Uh, I think it's—is uh, it Bloodvine or Blood Wine?
1: Something like yeah, that. Yeah, Blood Wine. Um, just got shelved, unfortunately.
0: Oh, no, that's too bad. Because uh, very, I was very
1: sad about that. I was really excited. Um, it it had a lot of legs, a lot of momentum, an amazing cast. Um yeah. it. it for a minute there, it was going to BET. Um, so it was my first BET movie. I was really excited about that, uh, mm-hmm. but unfortunately, there was um, some issues behind the scenes, um, and it did it did get shelved. So okay. um, I'm I'm bummed. It was going to be my first time filming Colorado, which I was really fucking excited about. So now I got to look for something else to shoot out that way with you guys, so I can come visit and and, and bug you.
0: That's right. You you should. Man. We'll we'll have uh you know just gallons of uh, brightly colored fuchsia, fuchsia kind of blood. You know, just ready to go.
1: Yeah, get absolutely. I'll come just for that. That's awesome.
0: <laughs> I've got the potato cannons for it. So yes.
1: yeah, it's just boom. <laughs> Love yeah, it.
0: Pretty much, pretty much, big big gushes. Uh, absolutely. Well, that's too bad to, to hear. Uh, I've yeah. been interviewed the, the director before, Tom Walden. And, and He's quickly.
1: wonderful. I love Tom. Yeah. Tom and I worked together um, on a movie that will be out later this year uh, called Camp Pleasant Lake. Yes. So, uh, yeah, that has that's also fun. a lot of greats in it. I've got Jonathan Lipnicki. It's got um, Bonnie Aarons, The Nun from Conjuring Series. I mean, like, just I, I, amazing, amazing cast in that one. So, um,
0: Yeah, I, I think isn't uh, Kane Hodder in that, too?
1: Uh, he's not in that. Uh, Michael Paré is in it. Yes. Okay. Uh, I've worked with Kane in the past, too, actually. He's wonderful. Yeah. yeah, we did a couple of movies together back in the day. He's, I mean, awesome sauce. Love Kane. If you're watching Kane, hi. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <Call> <laughs> They're all saying it's the best. I know. I got to get out there, guys. Got to make it happen.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. So excited about that film. So, yeah. We're yeah. looking forward to, to uh, like, uh, yeah, Camp, Camp Pleasant up Lake. Camp Lake. Yeah um yeah uh in fact uh i think oh yeah uh tom uh reached out to me i did a little design work on on that thing
1: i think awesome yeah thank you so much it's it's such a cool they they have so many amazing people on that one like again the whole team is really fucking cool it's yeah. it's a lot of fun That's really cool. bloody
0: yeah <laughs> uh yeah, any ideas when it's uh, gonna be coming out
1: Um, I got to see some clips recently at their studio. So uh, I know it's, if it's not done yet, it's very, very close to it. So we should see it anytime now.
0: Nice. That's awesome. Well, you know, uh, keep us informed when you, when you, uh, you know, go down the, you know, that red carpet. uh,
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And we got to send it over to you because I want your opinion on it when it comes out.
0: Yes. Yes, please. (laughs) Uh, And, you know, of course, I I can't wait to see Black Mass. I'm always excited to, you know, to see, uh, you know, talent that that's uh, springs up in front of the camera that, you know, kind of switches gears and wears a, a number of different hats because, yeah, it, all these projects it really does take, you know, literally a village. A village.
1: Know, it does. Us. Yeah. And village. honestly, I, I encourage everybody to to learn as much as they can about Behind the Camera. Like, I did it just out of, like, pure curiosity. I was so annoying my first two movies as an actress. I'm like, what does that do? What is this? Why are you doing that? And they're like, Devaney, yeah. shut up and act. But I was so fascinated by you know, by everyone and everything and how it all worked, so I wanted to learn. And um, I think that's super important, I I now the only job I hadn't done. I've done everybody's job on set at least once from the PA all the way up to like distribution. I've done it all. Um, And the only job I hadn't done was director. So now I can say I've done that, too. And every time I did somebody else's job um, on set, it uh, carried over to a bigger picture and I was a stronger actor. Um, I was a stronger producer. It just being able to understand, like, so, you know, when I know what the DP's doing, you know, what what lens he's pulling out, I know where my shot is framed up as an actress. Right. If the uh, gaffer's pulling out a certain light, I know where the lighting's going to come from and what it's going to look like. I know where to cheat my face to when I'm doing my lines. Um, right. I know if I'm performing and doing, you know, a death scene, and it's very, very physical. Don't bang my chest because it's going to mess up the love, and the sound guy is going to have the, the sound fucked. So, it really knowing um, as much as you can about how everything else works and everyone else's job will make you a stronger, uh, a stronger performer in whatever capacity that you choose to pursue in film. So, I strongly, yeah. strongly recommend everyone uh, have a different perspective.
0: Yeah, I mean, ultimately, yeah, you know, that accumulation of knowledge too will help you in the yes. director's chair. Yes. Cause you know, really it's, it's, it's like being a chef, you got, you know, you've got all these ingredients, you've got this wide palette and you you need to, you know, build that, that, uh, that palette and that souffle, you know, and make sure it rises.
1: It's so I I felt very confident because I I was familiar with how all the pieces did work, but um, you know, to then throw it all out the window, I chose a film and a format and a direction that uh, is very not normal. So right. uh, I'm going to try and talk about it as much as I can without spoiling anything. It's, um, it's a day in the life of an American serial killer. Right. And uh, it's literally from his point of view. So it's mm. literally like we step into his shoes to yeah. go on this day with him. Um, I don't know if you've seen the remake of maniac with Elijah Wood. Yeah.
0: It, when it came it's out, a
1: little, yeah. Yes. It's a little bit that it's um, the film is very voyeuristic. Right. so, um, so you're literally peeping through windows and yeah, it's the format and the way it is shot is very unconventional. The viewing experience is very unconventional. So, um, uh, so all the things that I learned about piecing together normally as a director totally didn't apply here. And, you know, my whole team was thrown off on what they would normally do. We had to figure out ways to accidentally capture things. Mm-hmm. Um, sound had to be organically included and, okay. uh, and come and go. So, everything, everyone was on their toes in this movie. It was like everything you knew, throw it out the window. It's very no. unusual.
0: Well, yeah, but, but that's, that's a, you know, as, as problematic as it is, what a great challenge.
1: It was, yes, and yeah. absolutely, and, and fun. It was a lot of fun to try to piece together, and so um, I hope that people will respond well to it because we had a good time making it.
0: Nice. Well, yeah, we, uh, well, you only got like a month, month and a half, you know, so we can't wait to, to see it. I know, and, you know after this interview, you'll probably be going back downstairs to start you know, do it again.
1: Yeah, my days are starting. My, my producing partner, Michelle Romano, who's also an actress in the film, she's phenomenal. Uh, we start every day with like, you know, producing side of it and then we're also you know prepping for for the screening and cons so we're working on that and then in the afternoons and the evenings i'm in the editing room um uh, just banging it out so cool. <laughs> um, can't, I,
0: yeah i can't wait to see uh you know see how it comes out you know I'm, I'm, it's it's going to be absolutely fantastic
1: it's a, it's different. So my, my hope for it, um, whether you enjoy the movie or not. Uh, so I had, I had a very similar experience when I, i I made it a brand zero killer film a few years ago, um, called house of Manson about, yeah. uh, Charles Manson's, uh, family. And, you know, we, it's subject matter. People are passionate about, I got death threats. People didn't want any more exposure for it. Um, but I had a reason for making it. And it was that this next generation, my generation, you mm-hmm. know they they thought of him as a pop culture icon. They thought of really? it as cool. Yeah. And so they didn't know the impact that it had on on you know, on the country, on people in the world. They, they started locking their doors for the first yeah. time. and it really it had a big a big impact on people's lives. And so, um this story is similar in that effect. And the conversation that I want to have around it, which I think is very timely for today, is that we glorify criminals. You know, all the mass shootings on the news right now, you know, they they slapped the guys or the girl's face on there, the, fu- the their name. Um, they learn all about their life. They become celebrities. And yep. so with this movie, the commentary I want to have about it is changing that. I yep. want to make people who commit crimes more anonymous, and I want to make their victims the people that become infamous. I want to know who, they should not be a blip or a quick little name on a serial killer or on a murderer's story. It should be their story and the murderer should be a blip on theirs and so this film flips what you think you know about uh about true crime and criminals and focuses on the victims and and the fact that they were people with hopes and dreams lives yeah
0: yeah you know it kind of reminds me of like you know when natural born killers uh yeah and that aura of uh you know making them into celebrities and kind of that that you know glamorization of of that notion and yeah. uh, it's like you know yeah it's it's very topical and it hasn't gone away if anything, if anything it's
1: it's more know, yeah it's yeah. more
0: steeped in our our culture um and i have i have friends that that collect memorabilia around you know different uh celebrity uh,
1: serial it, it, It's a thing, and I don't want anyone um, going into this to feel bad about that, because, you know, there's a morbid curiosity to serial killers. I think it's important to study them and know them and learn about them, but right. my goal is that if you go in wearing this guy's t-shirt or having his memorabilia or thinking it's cool, I want you to have a really hard time sitting through this film. Yeah. I want, when you come out of it, I want you... To feel uncomfortable about cheering him on, yeah. and that's kind of my—I mean, it's kind of—that's it, the horror chick in me—is like if I can make you squirm and feel right. feel then I look Like, ha, I love it. But, um, but that's the goal—is there is for you to kind of rethink um, your allegiances and your 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 celebrity status for some of these people.
0: Yeah, you know that that brings uh, you know uh, uh, kind of to build on that notion too. Uh, that idea of like, uh, you know, having your audience, you know, feel something. It doesn't always have yeah. to be a good feeling to be no a successful film. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. back to like Frost, you know, the with the, the car scene and the baby and stuff. Wow. You know, you, you definitely, you know, Prompted me, it's like I was definitely uncomfortable watching that. And, and my, answer yeah.
1: too, because- sorry, it's horrible because it's your story, but it that's that's the goal. I yeah. think you know, as a filmmaker and as a viewer, as a horror fan, if you came out of a movie and you didn't feel anything, then they didn't do their job. You know, right. horror is like comedy, you know, it's like if you go to see a comedy and you never laugh once, yeah, that's not then it wasn't successful. So, horror, I love because. Your job is to literally get the viewer out of their seat, to give them a sense of dread, to get their heart racing, to make them feel sick to their stomach, to make them question their life choices. Like literally, it's it's supposed to impact you, whether yeah. it's a positive and negative. It's you're supposed to leave a little bit different. And there's different ways to do it. Some some will make you laugh. Some will make you cry. Some Will make you throw up. Some will you know disturb you and trigger you for the long term. But as an artist. I can't think of anything more rewarding than having that kind of an impact on your viewer.
0: Right. Um, Yeah. uh, Yeah. D totally uh, agrees with that. Um, And 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 so do I. Yeah. In fact, uh, like my yeah, a lot of my viewers, you know, uh, they they know my favorite horror movie is Texas Chainsaw Massacre.
1: Yeah. Good one.
0: And and, and chainsaw
1: is my is my weapon of choice, by the way absolutely <laughs> it is my favorite one like if you could give me like a bazooka or yeah. cha- i mean I, I'm, I'm a chainsaw girl every single time i i will ch- i'll challenge anyone to a yep. chainsaw duel fucking nice. amazing
0: nice <laughs> I, hey uh you know uh, we, we've got the promotional image of, of you wielding the chainsaw too yes. right yeah yeah so love it it's, it's absolutely gorgeous the uh yeah with, with, with like uh texas chainsaw massacre that movie to that this day still gives me nightmares. It makes me so, uneasy, but I think that's why it's so su- successful because it gets under yeah. my skin.
1: And and it should. Again, yeah. if you watch, you know, two hours of people getting hacked up by chainsaws, and you're like, fine. I mean, I'm okay. So I'm actually technically fine afterwards, but. Yeah. I'm a, but, I'm a, but I'm a weirdo. So you're not supposed to be funny after that. You're supposed to be triggered. You're supposed to be scared and like need to put on something PG before you go to bed afterwards. And I think Texas Chainsaw, I mean, it, even the remakes on it, I think most of, of those in that series and even the reboots are incredibly successful about what they try to do, what they do. I think Leatherface is like the coolest villain I, the coolest character. I'm biased, but I, I really, really do. I, I love it so much. I think, I think death by chainsaw is like.
0: Yeah. It's crazy.
1: the best worst thing. Oh, I yeah. love it.
0: Yeah. Well, you, you, and you know, like you've got the like chainsaw, as far as like a tool of choice, you know, weapon of choice, you know, it's, it's made immortal by Leatherface also by ash from the evil dead yes, dead yes um, and then like more recently like uh yeah nicholas cage and mandy you know yeah,
1: yeah, just them, uh, going to town
0: yeah uh, you know uh, chainsaw duel um, so good so yeah good. I, I think we, we're gonna need uh you know more chainsaws uh you absolutely
1: know. i just pitched one actually so cross your fingers for me if it if it goes Mm-hmm. I'll give you the exclusive. i come on, I'll talk to you about it first.
0: Sweet. Sweet. I, I can't wait to hear about that. That sounds yeah. fun. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: We'll we'll have to have uh, like chainsaws running in the background or something. You know? uh, what do you say? Yeah. What, what's going on? Oh no, this this tree, you know.
1: And pink and pink blood with glitter. Love <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> Hey, it's
0: yeah, it's it. Oh God, that would be hilarious! It's like, why so is good. it bleeding uh, fake blood and uh, and glitter?
1: Absolutely, absolutely.
0: Gonna oh, have to make that prop. That's just, that's I, cool. I love it. I love I well, so when I do um,
1: con- I don't do a lot of conventions anymore, but um, mm-hmm. I did uh, the Comic Cons the last few years, Great. and um, I, I brought my chains. I have a a chainsaw toy, nice. and you push the button, and it makes a chainsaw noise, and it blows bubbles.
0: Ah, that's sweet. That's
1: cool. <laughs> so you always know I'm coming because you have all these bubbles floating all over the place. Uh, so if I, if I come to Colorado Festival of Horror, I'll bring it and we'll, I'll, I'll bubble you.
0: Nice. That that's hilarious. The um uh we had uh, Enigma out the the side yeah. uh, last year. He's he's a friend of mine. I do I, I create his comic books, and um yeah, he, one of his uh you know uh, fun gags is to uh you know blindfolded he'll carve an apple out of his mouth with a chainsaw That's so fucking cool yeah it's, uh, it's, it's my favorite thing that he does uh, i want to say do you have a video
1: yeah i'll uh, i can message Are you,
0: you on, okay. uh, on facebook i think it's on- yeah
1: yeah i want to see that yeah, yeah. It uh, has nothing to do with the interview. Oh, my God. Sorry. Yeah, so let's trade, let's trade vid- Facebook Facebook videos
0: later. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, it's yeah, that's pretty much all I do is <laughs> trade it. videos. No, that's cool. Um, Yeah, it's – wow. Okay. So I, I can't wait to hear more about the the Chainsaw movie and, and you know, when it gets the green light, not if. That's
1: uh, right. That's right. That's right. Putting it out there.
0: It's the power of positive mental, uh, you know, attitude.
1: Yeah. Absolutely for yeah. weirdos yeah. with chainsaws. Yeah. yeah,
0: no, that's cool. Uh, yeah, you've got so many projects, you know, going on and coming out. It's yeah. What other you know new projects that that you've got to uh, you know coming out that we might have missed?
1: Um, let's see. So last week, uh, my latest movie came out called Breakout. It's an action movie. Um, I'm, it's the first one I did that I I'm not in. I just produced it, but I'm very proud yeah. of it. Cool. Um, I wrote the story for it nice. and, um, I, it's important to me because it's like, it's a guy's story. It's an action movie and it's like straight dude shit. And, and yet they let me, they let me tell it. So it was really cool. Um, and it has a uh, Lewis Mandalore who's really prolific in there and, um, Tom Sizemore in one of his, uh, latest roles, no, rest yeah. in peace. Uh, he's great in it. And then I'm um, Brian Krause from Charmed, who's a friend of mine that I wanted to work with for years. Mm-hmm. And um, the way this all ties in is I actually saw Brian in a very tiny horror movie years ago at a festival. Mm-hmm. And he like, doesn't talk about it because it's a small budget thing. And it was before he was like the height of Charmed at that point. But he played a serial killer mm-hmm. and he did it really well. Right. And so like, you know, you, you know when you're a horror person, like you can tell when somebody gets it or not. And there was something in his eyes. I was like, this guy's got some darkness in him. And I just penciled that away and like kept it in the back of my mind for years. And then finally this movie came up and there is this incredible villain in this in this story, it's about a, um, about a prison break. And so there is um, a domestic terrorist on the inside who is a little bit joker, a little bit mm-hmm. diehardy kind of, and um, very manipulative character. Mm-hmm. And so I, I pitched it to Brian and he was like, what makes you think I could do this role? He's like, you know, cause he's known for playing like the dad on Hallmark now. He's just right. totally polar, polar opposite. Um, but he took it and he really went there. Um, people are saying it's their favorite role of his they're saying it's like some of our best movies period like so it's getting really really great reviews and especially his role so um i mean i'm, inc- I'm- reaching it to, to my horror people here because uh, I want you to watch it for Brian's character specifically as, as a villain. Cause I would love to know what horror fans make of it. The mainstream are really, really enjoying it. And usually I reach my horror fans and not the mainstream. So I want to see how it works on this capacity. Uh, Breakout yes. on, on VOD and DVD right now so it just came out. So you can check that out. Um, yes. And then I, I just shot a movie called alien storm Oh. and uh, yeah and that's exactly what you think it is it's super fun like comedic sci-fi um i'm oh, nice yeah i it's ridiculous crazy fun it's super cool um it stars kevin sorbo and tom arnold so if that tells you anything you know you're gonna be in for a, a good time uh, and that comes out later this year and uh, gosh what else i have other movies and i'm gonna get fired because i don't remember what they are right now um Oh, I play. I plugged Camp Pleasant Lake. What else is coming up? Right. Shoot, I know I have more. Oh. I'll put I'll put them in the comments afterwards, so you guys can can find them. I have like two or three more this year. I don't
0: Excellent. I'm okay.
1: sleeping. You guys, I I'm around the clock editing right now. Just to take mercy on me. Oh my god.
0: Yeah, it looks like uh, Dee's already looking for it. So oh yeah, thank it.
1: you. Uh, <laughs>
0: yeah, that that's cool. Um, you yeah, uh, know, Scott's um, uh, give them nightmares.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: That's, that's what we do. Uh, <laughs> man, that, man. So yeah, you, 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 just do not stop working. I, 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 yeah, no. I, sometime this year you'll, you'll be able to take a vacation.
1: I I'm supposed to, yeah, I'm actually was supposed to go to, to Vegas, um, in another week for a vacation. I'm still going, but, yeah. um, but I'm doing several photo shoots and um and a podcast uh, in in Vegas. There is uh, an awesome plugger real quick on yours since we're all family um, in Vegas. If you go there. There is a uh, nightmare. Christie. Hi. She uh, runs nightmare toys. It's a oh. huge toy shop and um, a coffee shop, horror themed coi- oh, toy and coffee shop so cool. in Vegas. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to go visit them and, uh, and do their podcast in the store. So that'll be fun.
0: Oh, that sounds like a good time. That, that'll be yeah. awesome. Um,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. Make sure uh, yeah send us a link. We'll repost it.
1: Awesome. Yes, absolutely. will do. They're like, I keep, again, I love our community because I'll do one thing and then it kind of connects me to the next person. And then I connect them to the next person. And before you know, we're all a bunch of weirdos together and it's great.
0: This is how you make friends. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I, it was funny because I
1: was talking to you before we started the show about. Um, so I I went to the Beverly Hills Film Festival uh, last mm-hmm. night, and it was one of the first mainstream events I've done in a long time. And I was like, I have nothing to talk about with these people. <laughs> I have nothing to talk nobody Um, wants to talk about murder nobody likes chainsaws everybody was annoying and pretentious and no one died and i was like oh my god what do i do here so boring oh everybody's just uh,
0: putting their expensive wine on on the expensive
1: oh gosh i can't yeah so so yeah i i love i love my horror people i love i love uh love Already having that that kindred spirit, yeah. you know, with with our community, it's really really great. And, um, and I love that there's there's opportunities to explore it in every city. So like again, I'd, so now you know, I have you guys in Colorado, who I can't wait to come visit. And um, Vegas has has that. Uh, L A has um, has several horror. Thing. We I just discovered slasher pizza here in L A. So I'm so excited oh, to do great. that. It's a it's a pizza shop, and it's completely all themed of horror movies. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Super cool. So yeah, there's all these all these fun little gems all, all throughout. So I love to travel and then and then find my people when we travel.
0: Yeah, um, Colorado is pretty fun. I think uh, if if I remember right, we're the the number one state with uh, the most haunted houses per population. So come. So come when I come
1: back, of- are you are you going to take me to one? Which one's your favorite? Uh,
0: my favorite is uh, Terror in the
1: Corn. And, Terror in the Corn. Oh, yeah. is it like? It's like children it, of the horn.
0: It, uh, it's two square miles Whoa. Of, of haunted house that that uh, you know, transitions between interior to exterior, and you don't know which one you're in.
1: Oh my uh, God. So- I get scared. Is that weird? I get scared in like, the live stuff. I like to be the one scaring other people. I get kind of nervous when it's me. Oh,
0: it's. <laughs> It's absolutely fun. I'm I'm one of those idiots that like sits there like looks at the details. Wow, how'd you guys do that? And I'm talking.
1: Right, yeah. to so, so you're gonna ruin it. it. And we're like, oh, look at that lighting over yeah, there. Yeah.
0: You know, <laughs> my, my girlfriend gets really into it, and she's she's off running when when she hears the chainsaws. And I stuff. can't.
1: I can't. I'm really like. Yeah, I,
0: I'm I'm just like, oh, cool. What kind of chainsaw is that? And oh so, my yeah. god. Yeah, I'm I'm the worst one to go. Yeah, I'm gonna say you're
1: the, the, the person good. that I want to invite to the. the-
0: yeah, I'm I'm the detail guy that's like, oh, how did you build this? And yeah, so I'm I'm usually at the end of the line. Okay, not Leave until like the last group leaves, and everybody, all all my friends have already gone through there, and and uh, they're back at the campground, you know. But the, the nice thing is, it's it's at a a campground uh, called Anderson Farms, and it's got all, all these other rides and and stuff, and and uh, separate corn maze and.
1: Is yeah. it just like in the Halloween season, or is it all the time?
0: No, it's it's uh, it's Halloween season, so it's okay. uh, September through October, and, and okay, uh,
1: so I got to come then, otherwise we miss it. Yeah, yeah,
0: we we usually book it, uh, you know, like a couple weeks after after we do our Kofa, we'll have a nice little uh, volunteer and uh, family uh, powwow. And
1: I love go, that.
0: Go go I do, love
1: that. That's so cool. Yeah, it's good for it's, you it's, for taking care of your people. That's really like that's not always the case. That's really nice.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. We have, we have a really good time. So, uh, yeah, it's, I, I definitely recommend that. And, uh, yeah. yeah it, and and there's so many other uh, amazing haunted houses like 13th floor and yeah, I don't know what else. Uh, but, oh, uh, uh, Donald says, uh, need to visit, uh, the great sand dunes national park in Colorado. So we have a sand dunes. Too. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. <laughs> Yeah,
1: we, we so I, just, I need to like plan a whole trip. Then this is not like a weekender thing. I got to stay for like a week and go see everything. Uh,
0: you really should do location scouting. We have every terrain except for tropical.
1: Uh, we have tropical here. I don't need it. And I, don't, I, I film a lot in um, in Thailand, so we we've got yeah. tropical on lock. Sure. I don't. Yeah, no, I don't true. need it. But but I do. I I think. I mean, I've seen photos of Colorado. I can't believe I've never gotten the opportunity to be there yet. Um, I just. Every time I talk to somebody, they have nothing but wonderful things to say, and that's special because I live in LA, where really no one has anything nice to say. So yeah. um, it's really nice to hear <laughs> a consistent report back about Colorado just being wonderful from production to the people, everything. I'm very excited to come check it out.
0: Yeah, most definitely. No, um, it, it, it looks like we're we're pretty much out of time. But uh, is is there that's anything nice. is, is there anything that we haven't uh, you know uh, discussed that you want to bring up, uh, Devani?
1: I, I have some things in the, in the pipeline. I really am like chomping at the bit to share, but I can't yet. So, right. um, I think that we covered the the main things that I needed to, which was, um, to see Frost, if you're into that and, um, upcoming movies, Camp Pleasant Lake and, uh, and, oh, oh my gosh, no. So I have Battle for Saipan, um, which is a I World know. War II movie that just came out. I I, 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 I'm like, I'm like, no, I'm forgetting stuff. Oh, my goodness. Just came out, um. So if you're into more mainstream stuff, I don't know why you'd be watching this, but if you are, then um, Battle for Saipan is a inspired by True Story. Um, it's a an action movie set in World War II. I play um, a nurse in a hospital when it is under attack. Uh, and so it's really cool. It stars Casper Van Dien um, and Louis Mandalore and that the, he's phenomenal in it. Um, definitely check that out. That's a uh, the theatrical run is over. So it's just um, DVD, VOD, Um And then I have an upcoming one um, this summer. It comes out, uh, shoot, I want to say beginning of July. um, And that's for horror fans for sure. It's called The Flood. And it's basically, um, it's a survive the night in a jail with alligators.
0: Oh, speaking of the the devil, uh, Donald just said uh, something. Colorado is dope. Even have an alligator farm.
1: Oh my god! Yeah. Well, okay. So we should screen the flood at the Gator Farm because that would be fucking badass.
0: That would be hilarious. That that'd be so much fun.
1: Yeah, uh, that that should be a really fun one. That's getting that's also getting a theatrical release um, this summer. The flood uh, stars also stars Casper Van Dien, um, Nikki Whalen, who are great, and a ton. Um, Louis Mandalore, who's wonderful. So uh, it's super super fun movie, and um, I may or may not get eaten by a gator in it so so
0: <laughs> hey hey uh no spoilers
1: <laughs> no spoilers may or may not but yeah it's super badass it's uh it takes place in new orleans um during a massive storm and um there is a a prison bus coming through and they get caught in the storm so they have to stop at this tiny little local holding jail cell and so all the prisoners are loaded in the jail cell starts to flood And so they have to not only survive the storm, but then, of course, with the flooding comes gators.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, you know, we were talking about Texas Chainsaw Massacre before. Toby Hooper's next film was uh, Eaten Alive about uh, a hotel, uh, you know, uh, owner with a, a gator in the moat
1: i i love creature features that's absolutely yeah. my favorite subgenre. is i think it's so much fun i love that i got to do this i did some stunts in it like um the, the thailand team they strapped me up to wires i did the gator roll oh, on wire rigging. Wow. yeah i got some really cool bts so I, I get to show pretty soon so it's a lot of fun check that one out when it comes out too um and then black Mass, my directorial my so- debut please 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 check it out um Uh, We're going to be doing stuff at con the con really quickly. They have a, for the first year ever, um, the con film festival and market is doing a genre pavilion. So there, this is a massive presence for horror movies for the first time at, at con. Yeah. So we're partnering with them a little bit. We're they're going to be showcasing our, our trailer and poster Um, Rue Morgue is partnering with them on it. So there are a lot of stuff coming up really, really cool. Yeah. So, so, Stay tuned, and I'll give you some exclusives from uh, from next year's horror movies at the at the pavilion.
0: Cool. Yeah, that's the beauty of like horror movies is you know we such an amazing fan base. Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah,
0: you know, the nice thing about uh, horror films is I think it's also the most you know accessible genre. Yes. That's the thing. Like, yeah, you know, the film might come out, you know, now, but it might not find its audience for like you know years. Years. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it, it's still got legs, no matter, you know, you know yeah. good film, bad film, you know, whatever the you know, the perspective is. Meanwhile, the, you know, the mainstream media darling, you know, the indie uh, drama that, that wins the awards next year.
1: You can't even remember. You such BS. Oh my God. Whatever. Snooze fest. No. Yeah. No, you never remember but but horror movies they always have longevity uh, yeah. people who work in them have long i mean like thank god i love it because like it's a built-in career and it's not necessarily a trend it's you know it keeps on going and look the yeah. whole fucking industry almost imploded during covid who saved the day horror Horror, horror did yep yeah, yeah, like like movie theaters were all but closed up, and out of desperation and lack of any other content, they started booking indie horror movies. in it and look what happened: Terrifier made them like what ten million dollars in the box office, and like restarted horror, uh, cinema uh, yeah. movie theaters. So we are a very powerful group of people. You got to keep being vocal about what you love, and because right. whether they like it or not, the powers that be have to listen, and and they're accommodating you. So so like. Keep at it. It's awesome. It's Awesome.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, Devaney, uh, You know, with that, thank you so much for being so generous with your time and coming on the show. And, and
1: thank uh, you so it. much.
0: Uh, it's it's always a, a privilege to uh, you know learn about uh, you know all all the work that uh, that you do and uh, being able to share that with uh, with our audience.
1: I I love that I got to come here. Thank you so much. I've been wanting to talk to you guys for a while now. I'm so glad we got to work it out and I look forward to another chat with you and hopefully coming out to see you soon.
0: Yes, most definitely. Let's, let's (laughs) uh, figure
1: out how to make that happen. I would love that. I would love it. Thank you to you guys tuning in. I really appreciate it.
0: Oh yes. (laughs) Thanks guys. And and, uh, yeah, of course, uh, you know, know, to our sponsors to mutiny information cafe, if you're going to, Start a revolution. Make sure you're caffeinated. And, of course, our friends over at uh, Hellfire Entertainment, thanks for rebroadcasting us on your social media. And to uh, Groovy TV. And, of course, to uh, Alien Donut Films and uh, Angela Joseph uh, Productions, to Bill and Angela over there. Thanks for putting up with my shit. And uh, (laughs) my producers, uh, Lily Fisher, Stephen Santa Cruz, and Amanda Armstrong, Thanks, thanks so much for your help. And, of course, uh, to everybody that tuned in, uh, thanks, guys. And, of course, uh, you know, remember, be good, be kind, help each other out during tough times, and uh, stay spooky, everybody. Have a good night.